and you're listening to a WNBA State of Mind, the sports podcast for women about things that matter to us and more. So come join us on your podcast platform. There you go. <laughs> How's it going? I, I was uh, trying to trying to link up with you uh, on my laptop, and uh, oh, it was uh, it wasn't good. So I, I have to disconnect <laughs> okay. it. Hang on one second. Goody, remember when we was just talking five minutes ago, and I said you can't use your laptop? <laughs> well, it's, it's not like it's you know that surface. I, the surface, I don't know what the surface is classified as. Oh, is it a laptop? Is it a? It's gotcha. like it's one of those. Those gray areas with it, and so okay. you know, I'm gonna roll with the punches. I'm, I'm enjoying being on here. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank it's, you it's so much for having me. Good to see you again, too. Like I feel like we were we, we all spent a week together, and then it went to nothing. I was just like, dang, we're my people. Um, I know. I, I really, you know, one thing about um, the MBPA is that like we we developed this close-knit family type atmosphere people yeah. that i've been around for several years and so when you don't yeah, see yeah. them you know you kind of raise your eyebrow a little bit like where are they and i i when yeah. when i when i got home i missed you guys so much i really oh, did so i appreciate you saying you. that you missed me back we did we were like ah oh, we're like naming all the dope people we met and like oh goody like goody is dope and da like all these folks people don't know what we're talking about so for folks that are just joining um first of all welcome thank you for joining um i'm marvin Tolliver, licensed clinical social worker here um, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm actually currently in Oakland, California, where I was born and raised, but you all are my work in Philadelphia. Um, and this is Adrian Goodson, like, real excited to have you on the, po- uh, on the podcast, on the live. And so I did a little bit of research and like, I'm like, okay, she played in the WNBA, she played overseas. So you won like championships though, overseas. You also were on Team USA. You also were like the leader, the second leading scorer of the Team USA team. Like, you were a, a big fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep it humble, you know. Uh, you know, playing ball overseas was like absolutely fantastic for me. You know, taking it back, growing, growing up across the water from Staten Island right here, uh, Hudson Bay, Newark Bay Channel, and, uh, you know, right here in a little a little peninsula, kind of a little ethnic uh, bay on New Jersey right here in the cut. And so, uh, you know, it, start, it all started for me here, uh, yeah. and bouncing between Jersey City and Bayonne and um, just getting it in as a kid. And it led to a scholarship. I had a lot of schools after me, man. My mom showed me the box of box of uh, letters that I had. I was like, wow, like all the schools, like pretty much in America were, you know, trying to come after your girl. But, you know, it was a lot of hard work involved in a lot of sacrifice and a lot of yeah. dedication, commitment, missing stuff and, you know, really staying true to the game. And, uh, you know, I couldn't realize any of it if I hadn't got my education, period. You know, education mm-hmm. is key. And, you know, if you want to play this game, you have to have it. And if you don't want to, you know, go to school, then you are damn good. You know, um, you're on a a whole nother level. And so, you know, the women, we haven't gotten to that point yet where 
we're uh, you know coming straight out of school, just not paying enough money for us to do that. So uh, you know, going from Old Dominion University to overseas, uh, I played a little stint in, in Germany. I had to get the heck out of there. It was too too much racial tension over there for me. And uh, I came back home and uh, just waited it out. You know, got the opportunity. I see a couple of my uh, Brazilian teammates on here. Como vai? Uh, I think okay. I marked us a while going in. And so, um, you know, I I just, uh, you know, I played ball in Brazil. That was the the, the, the longest uh, that I had played in, in any in any one country. And of course, you know, they, they speak Portuguese. Everyone else around, everyone else except South America speaks uh, Spanish. But mm-hmm. Brazil speaks Portuguese, not, not, the, not the Portugal Portuguese, but the Brazil, Brazilian Portuguese. And I learned to speak that language. I played in Spain learn to speak that language um, and uh, you know China I you know I'm still like I'm still like the fortune cookie <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so you so you've had a lot of experiences you've traveled all over the world it sounds like when did you like first fall in love with becoming because you have to love this game to, to mm-hmm. you know do the journey that you have when did you first fall in love with with the game Oh my goodness! You know, at first, at first, I thought I was going to be a world-class swimmer. I often imagined what it, what that would have looked like because I, you know, I could really I was I'm a good swimmer, and so that was my first love. And then, you know, ran track. Of course, we all do. And and then, you know, basketball came around. I got the ball in my hand. You know, that was my uncle, my uncle Skip. You know, God bless his soul, uh, who introduced me to the game. And uh, you know, God put many people in place to help me. Uh, you know, bridge that gap when he left here. And so, um, you know, which was at an early age and, you know, similar to Kobe, you know, I was married to the ball and my stock because mm-hmm. that sock play the, plays a huge role in this game of basketball. When you're yeah, in the room, the sock. Was raining days, uh, the sock. What does that mean? Yeah, your, your actual sock, your actual sock that goes on your foot. Oh, you know, it does. It plays. It plays a, 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 a huge part in in the world of basketball. You know, okay. especially you know for that imagination and on those rainy days, or you yeah. know, you get punished and you can't go nowhere. You know, you put mm-hmm. that wire up, put that wire up on on the on the door, and uh, you know the hanger, <laughs> and make a hoop and just go at it. And then you know, if you were lucky enough to have a Nerf ball. You just go at it. So, you know, my yep. inspiration was, uh, like I said, you know, my uncle, uh, many people that God put in place, and that and that and that balled up sock that I was shooting in the garbage can, and also banging it off of the, uh, you know, the back of the door of the house. <laughs> so, again, you've mentioned that like you've been doing this work for, I mean, playing for such a long time, and now you're moving mm-hmm. more into. It sounds like coaching and. and We'll talk a little bit more about what you do now. But when you were playing, Hello. what are some of the what were some of the best parts? Um, so what were some of the best parts? I know that like we've talked about some of your experiences in, in Brazil. And then what are some of the more challenging parts that, that folks typically don't know about? Oh my God, the best part of it is the develop is the development of the relationships that I have over mm-hmm. over time. And you know, having so many friends and families that I created abroad and here in the United States. And it was just yeah. also a good place. You know, basketball is, is is constructed and made up like a family. And so you learn mm-hmm. about every single thing that goes on in the family and how to work and how to tweak it and how to 
how to, you know, how to be. You learn, you know, it teaches you character. It teaches you diversity. It teaches you commitment. It, it teaches you empathy. It teaches you love for others, friendship. You know, I could go on and on about the things that basketball has taught me that have nothing to do with basketball. The relationships that I've created from here to to China, literally, um, yeah. to Brazil, to 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 Barcelona, to Madrid, to you know all of the places that you know. And so there's just this this group of people, and basketball is a small world, but there's just this group of people that I can tap into anytime I need. That's amazing. That that community aspect I think is necessary, especially when you're uh, when you're playing and you're living a place that like you don't. At first, when you know when you first get to these countries, you don't know anybody except except for the folks that you you know are probably playing with. And so it's so important to have that community, that home away from home, a lot of the time to keep you keep you on track. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know that was one of the greatest things. And I, you know, short story. Um, I had uh, you know one of my one of my my best friends over there was uh, Cynthia and you know Ellie and and her sister and uh, I used to when I got to Pirisakaba I didn't know how to speak the language at all and uh, you know my manager he spoke broken English and every day uh, their mom would make lunch and she would make breakfast and lunch and dinner and I would go over there and we would all sit at the table so every day she would come up to me and she'd have a spoon and she'd go Adrian Collier Collier Cool, yeah, you know, mm. so then I learned how to say spoon, you know, garfu, she come up with a fork, you know, or kopu, she come up to come up to me with a cup. And then the first mm. word she taught me, which was actually awesome because it's the, it's the first word that your mom teaches you, which is thank you. So my first word was obrigada. Mm. So, you know, learning what language you know, those and then, huh? What language? Obrigada? Portuguese. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so, um, you know, just just that aspect of it. And it was difficult for me at first. But then I had these people around me. And of course, my teammates were teaching me how to cuss. You know, so my teacher, my, my coach is like, I'm the Andy. No, don't say that. I'm like, what would I say? What I say? You know, they teaching you F you and, you know, you know, and all these different words and stuff to learn, you know, my teammates. And then, you know, my coaches are trying to teach me the basics principles of, of the language. And then I got my teammates over here teaching me how to cuss, which I'm learning it quicker you know <laughs> so you know you gotta know you gotta know what to say when you're out there on the basketball court right and so yeah. you know I, I just had some great friends but you know the difficulty was not knowing how to speak the language but I taught myself you know I watched mm -hmm. I, I, I went to the to you know Blockbuster was big you know, I went to the video store got videos American videos and then you know mm -hmm. the, the you know the captions were down below so then I could associate you know it became word association then I went out and I yeah. bought a newspaper forced myself to learn how to read and write after you know my second year by the time I got back I was putting sentences together so you know you okay. have to really embrace culture you can't go to another country because we're so quick to say hey speak English speak English yeah. speak English we're very quick as Americans but then when we go over to their country we get lazy and we don't want to learn their language and it has to be that mm -hmm. way you know you have to you have to dive in you got to indulge and so that's the one thing about going overseas is don't stay in a house, don't, don't, don't get, don't get caught up in that homesickness. And for college as well, you got to get out there, you got to mingle, you got to force yourself to, uh, 
to do things and that's the way that you adjust the quickest yeah yeah that's a that's a you know a really good point i think a lot of times we expect people to we like we expect someone to speak english when we go to a different country i remember when i was in paris okay. it was the same thing i was just like uh english and then they were i remember we went to a um to a to a restaurant and and, and none of us spoke english and we were just like english and the waitress was like do you speak french <laughs> and like you know trying to, trying to get it back <laughs> to the, like no we look we deserve that though because again we we, we have such um we're bougie yeah <laughs> as americans we think you know that the world owes us something yeah. and you know we yeah. go over yeah. we go abroad with that attitude and it's not a good idea no nah. you know nah, nah. and yeah and, and we're you know yeah like i said we're bougie like most europeans and most other countries that i've gone the people have been absolutely beautiful Mm. Absolutely beautiful. I've, I got so many stories and so many experiences that have been absolutely fantastic. You know, um, just just worth telling your kids. You know? Yeah, yeah, good. What? Um, so something that has been coming up um, a lot more lately is the the wage gap. So the amount of money that WNBA players versus the amount of money that NBA players make. Um, what? are your thoughts on that there are a lot of views a lot of it is tied to obviously who's producing you know more fans and endorsements and all of that stuff but i don't i don't know if you like the ins and outs like is it a like would it be uh, uh too much you know to to pay wba players more is it like does it is is it more complicated than a lot of us are, are thinking if you know that yeah, absolutely. It's a lot more complicated you know, than than meets the eye. And you know, speaking at you know, I was on the executive player committee, um, and we created the 2002 collective bargaining agreement. So, if you want to uh, know about the history of the league and why it is where it is, and the standstill and the gridlock, and you know where where players have issues, have had issues the most, and how much growth we're making. Um, because you think, you know, there's so much growth and it really isn't a whole lot. It just looks like that right now because mm -hmm. the league has become more popular. But you have to do your homework. You got to go back into these collective bargaining agreements. And back in 2002, what we were fighting for was basically maternity. We were fighting for veteran salaries. And we almost getting hours. maternity leave? Um, maternity, yeah, we weren't. We were only getting fifty percent of our salary at that particular time. Wow! So we had to, we had to increase it. Yeah, it was only fifty percent at that particular time. We've come through a lot of stuff, you know, kind of like a, you know, uh, gosh, like what we've what we've what we've gone through as women here on earth. We we have to deal with the same things in corporate America. So we have to deal with it twice. We deal with it in society and then we deal with it on, on the, in, in the workplace and so there's a lot of uh, glass ceiling that's still there you know the wages can I think the wages can certainly increase I think that there's a lot of room for growth I think that you know the league needs to uh, really reconsider the arenas that we play in and you know really try to condense the size and you know go to these places and, 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 and locate you know and you know bring teams in that are you know that where we already have a fan base um, which would, would also help, you know, with issues that we are having. You know, uh, I, I was having a great conversation with a teammate of mine was talking about, you know, uh, there should be no issues with flight, with all of the frequent flyer miles that <laughs> that we have. You know, yeah. um, we should be able to do a whole lot better with uh, upgrading, you know, uh, 
players to, you know, sit, you know, sit first class or, you know, just to have better, just to have better service on flights or, you know, to put them on private jets or whatever it is that we so need. Wait, and it wait, does wait, cost wait, a lot. Wait, wait, wait. So y'all don't get like a team, like a plane? Like, isn't nah, that it's not, nah, it's not like the men. We don't get the team. We don't get the team playing yet. We haven't upgraded to that yet. Everybody's oh. still flying commercial. Imagine Margot Dedek, my teammate, seven foot two, flying commercial. Her knees were on her chin. Yeah, you know, so these I'm are still, six foot, you know, I'm so I six, sit six and one, I, so I, I know like they <laughs> way taller than me. I sit and listen to these kids nowadays and their complaints, and I'm like, you listen, you know, we have jumped over hula hoops. For you to even be in the position that you're in now, if we right. were in the position that they were in, I promise you there would be no complaining. We continue <laughs> to be rocking it. I promise you, because we opened up that door for them to have every single thing that they have right now. And yeah. um, you know, it's just that um, I really wish that there was a, a, a healthy solution to you know the wage gap. You know, the league, the men's league, 80 years old; the women's league, 26 years old. You know, there's definitely a difference in the amount of money that's been made. A lot of these owners have been breaking even. I get that. But a lot of it has to tie to, okay, are we playing in arenas that are too big? Are we in cities where, you know, where we have, uh, you know, where we have a, a fan base for the WNBA? There's a lot of things that still have to be checked. And at this yeah. point, the league is still in the loss column. You know, it's not, you know, just a profit loss statement. Okay, we're still in the loss. We got to, they have to get us over in the profit side. That's where yeah. we have to go. Once we get over there, then that's what it's going to be. And we have to get those owners to actually look at this league as a viable investment and really put money into the marketing. The marketing dollars don't show. I remember when the ABL was in existence, the American Basketball League, you have to do your homework, which ran parallel to the WNBA. So there was competition. So they had crazy commercials out there. Right now, there's no competition. So there's no need to, you know, push the league further, further, because there's nobody else out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was somebody else out there, believe me, there'd be more commercials. You'd see mm-hmm. the, 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 the Cheryl Swoops and, uh, you know, commercials. You'd see the Cynthia Coopers. You'd see the, all of that production that they did. You know, New York Liberty uh, did right. a lot of, lot of commercials. You know, so um, you'd see that if there was competition, but right, there, right now there's not. So um, the league needs to really sit down and talk. And it's not so much... Uh, the, the president of the league it's the owners that really have to come together and decide you know what it is uh, that they want to do how important this league is and I really wish that you know most of them would adopt the Mark Davis mentality out there with the aces and play, pay the women what they deserve mm. yeah yeah I didn't even even think about those other things like planes or, or, or like just transportation in general um, a, a benefit so like maternity leave or just like other different benefits pension um, yeah <laughs> you know, how you, you know health protected if you're yeah if you get hurt yeah yeah you know all of this There's stuff no health you know, for the, in, the, in the afterlife no they haven't they haven't pushed it over to us yet the men have had it the former players have had it for the last two three years they haven't given it to us yet so what do you do? <laughs> we get our own health insurance. And then some people are walking around without it. Okay. Imagine that during COVID. Yeah. 
Well, and, and also just the amount of, 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 of practice and playing games and like the, the effect on your body, like it's, yeah. it's inevitable that you're gonna sprain, you're gonna break, something's gonna get pulled. Absolutely, and, and the wear and tear on your body. So afterwards, you're gonna need that pension plan. Yeah. And there's a lot of players right now that are walking around with unnecessary aches and pains, you wow. know, and uh, you know, hurt knees and hurt arms and shoulders and different things like that that a pension plan probably would have been able to take care of. You know, a health insurance plan would be able to take care of. And so, right. you know, all these things are things that need to be, you know, put into place. And that's why I say, you know, uh, the owners really have to get serious and figure out, you know, how important the WNBA is. Is the WNBA important enough to do all of those things? take care of the, the, the current players and the former players. The MBPA is set up to, to deal with the issues of the current players. The, MB, mm -hmm. the MBRPA is set up to deal with the retired players' issues, where we, mm -hmm. where we're, which is where we need most of help. So uh, former players become retired players. Right. So if the, if the former players don't fight for, if the, if the current players don't fight for the former players, then when they become a former player, then they have the same issues that we have. You yep. understand? Yep. And not everybody is going to come out of that league a millionaire. Yeah. Wow. What do you know the the um? So I, I remember seeing that like bench players in the NBA make six figures. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I don't think I've I've seen anyone that makes that, that or heard of anyone that makes less than that. Um, like second, like bench player. WNBA. What does that look like? Some players make six figures and then it drops down to five. Independent on where you are, if you're a rookie, you get locked into a certain amount of money. You know, and then after your th after the three years, you can negotiate. Mm -hmm. You know your contract. You have your you know your, your your two you know your designated players, two designated players, and then you got your rookies, and then the rest of the players that you negotiate the salary around. So depending on your salary, you know, your salary, you know, what you have in your salary cap, everybody has the same salary cap, okay? Which is a million something. Go figure. A million something for a, for a whole team? For an entire team. How many people on the team? I think 12? 11. 11? 11, it could be 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so mind blown. It's a different it's number. A mind blown as shit. Different number. Okay. Okay. Wow. And it, it's wild because um, I, I think a, an argument that a lot of men will make is that it's not as exciting or it's not as whatever as the NBA. Yeah. I watched those playoff games last season. That was. <laughs> that was some of the best basketball that I've seen. Um, and Kendrick Parker out the there, and um, yes. me and um, my friend Money. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised she's not in here now. She's gonna go back and watch it because she loves WNBA. But um, Christina Coffer, mm -hmm. yeah, just like beasting out there, just like that. That series was 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 really good. It's really really. Good. I think that was the okay. The yeah, you saw my Candace Parker, Kalia Copper, and Kalia. Uh, you know, I, I think yeah, and I, I, you know that at eight thirty, I think the game comes on at eight eight o'clock. So you have you know you got the sky up against the 
up, up against Connecticut, and, you know, and I, I promise you that series is crazy. Mm. All right, uh, the Aces, you know, that series is crazy, mm. you know, uh, and Seattle. So you know, you got all of the heavy hitters that are playing right now, and I, I the only reason why men say that the game isn't exciting is because it's not buns in basketball. Now, if we were out there running around with, uh, you know, uh, our butt out, then it'd be mm -hmm. the best game in the world. Mm -hmm. It would be the best game in the world. And so a lot of people go, oh, the guys say, yeah, because the guys want to see some assets, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not out there, you know? If we change, if we change the uniforms to the volleyball uniform, maybe it'll pick it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll pick it up. So that's yeah. just the opinion of, you know, I know I know what y'all like, you know, but when you bring in your daughter, it's all about basketball. When you bring in your kids, it's all about basketball because mm -hmm. it's family-oriented atmosphere. So most people are there with their, with their you know, with their son or their daughter, and, right. you know, they may bring a dog along. There's mm. a question. Somebody said, do you think the WNBA game would be better if the rim was lower? I heard that recently, too. Yeah, a lot of people want to lower the rim. Um, I think it definitely would make the game more exciting. I, I do. I think that the consensus would have it is that a lot of the players want that. But I don't think really? that the league is ready to uh, to ready to jump on that. Whatever's going to evolve the game. You know, whatever's yeah. going to evolve the game. You know, for me, I love the game. I started out, you know, I love playing on them eight-foot rims. Or, you know, them little rims when you're younger. You get, that's where I learned how to dunk, you know, and different mm. things like that. You know, uh, so if that if that's something that they decided to do, I, I definitely it would definitely be more excitable. But then you have those players that can dunk on the on the regular size rim that might say, "Hey, we don't need it." But then yeah. there's some people that are a little smaller that might. So you know, if they did make a little little tweak to the to the rim, that might make it a little more exciting. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing, and we'll get into like. You oh I, we didn't say this so <laughs> Goody and I met uh, so Michael from Melanated Social Work uh, works for the NBA Player Associ Players Association um, or the MBPA the MBPA has for the last you can probably name this for me I don't know how long they've been doing the camp Whoa, I can't even name it. I can't call it I, let's, let's say, just say the last 10, 10, 10 plus let's say the last yeah. fifteen years. Yeah, so the last 10 plus years, they hold um, what's called the Top 100 Camp, and they bring together the top 100 uh, high school basketball players from across the country. And so they do certain things. Um, they have little workshops where they learn about nutrition. They learn about like social media. Um, they do skills training, and then they play kind of in this uh, in this tournament. Um, you know, the, and they they play against each other. It's, it's, it's phenomenal basketball from you know, pretty much future college stars and NBA stars. Um, but it was a great experience. My, myself and Jesse of Melanated Social Work also came. Um, and we were kind of the mental, I, I, I like to name myself a mental health coach because uh, they called me coach. And I was like, you know what? I'm your mental health coach. No. Um, and Goody was one of the folks that uh, that we connected with and we went out to dinner with and just, you know, definitely built a, a, a dope bond with Goody. So this is how this is how we know each other. That camp was a, was, was, was yeah. so uh, I had no idea what to expect. <laughs> yeah. But when I got yeah. there, it's like, 
this is cool. Like this is like good energy, like good vibes with everybody. I, I love how, as you were saying in the beginning, how the kind of tight knit the, the the community is, and, and how welcoming everybody is too. That's, that's something yes. I, I I don't know why I didn't I didn't expect that, but I just I just didn't. I don't know. Um, yeah, I live in Philly too, so <laughs> Philly's not Philly folks aren't as welcoming as uh, those folks were. But and and just like being around for me, being around. Um, such so many legends like i had a conversation yes. with ray allen <laughs> like it didn't <laughs> last but like two minutes but i'm gonna forever remember that i had a conversation with ray allen like yeah. i saw a patrick yeah. ewing was there i think for a certain yeah. last time um uh, just, some just like old, old heads that like i don't even really remember but just hearing their stories and hearing yeah. how great they were just the coaching staff more research. So, so yeah. So that's how we know each other. Um, yeah, that's I, I still connect with some of, some of the kids too. Bronny, Bronny was on my team too, um, but he left after like the second day or something. But um, him yeah, and just I, I still connect with, with, with some of them. Some of them have more followers than I do. Than me and you combined. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Another thing that's coming up and that's been coming up, and I'm and I'm, a, I'm not gonna keep you because I know that game coming on soon. Um, is the it's okay? Grinder, I'm good. Is the Britney Grinder situation? So, um, I know that, and you don't have to speak politically just because it, I mean, it really don't have nothing to do with us. But just as a player, having to you know deal with that, I remember seeing the um, some of some of her teammates saying like, "That's our sister." Like that's not just a player, but there's like that's family who's literally, you know, in a Russian prison with like not we don't really know how long, you know. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Any thoughts on that? I mean, at first when I heard it, you know, you wake up in the morning to some crazy news like that. It's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Like how in the, what in the, where in the, who in the and all these different th thoughts that go through your head. And then there's panic and then there's concern and, you know, there's empathy, all of those things that rush through you. You know, yeah. she wasn't one of those players that I knew uh, as a player playing in the league. She was a kid that was coming into the league. So mm -hmm. I got the opportunity to talk to her on several occasions mm -hmm. about coming into the league and different things like that and developing a heart for her. So we all develop a heart for one another because we're family, because anybody that comes into this to this league is my sister. And we have a bond that that, you know, is there whether we foster and develop it or not. Yeah. And so, you know, to see that happen to her and you know, it's, it wasn't just happening to her, it's also happening to family. Um, yeah. it's just really disheartening and you know, I try to refrain from making a whole lot of comments other than, you know, God is in the midst of BG, you know, uh, he shall help her right early and just keep it on a biblical level uh, because politically nobody knows what's going on. I know that, you know, uh, we need to keep her out there in the forefront, but at the same time, we have to allow the country, we have to allow the league to do their due diligence. And, uh, you know, if it needs to be quiet as kept, then that's how it's supposed to be. At first it was loud, now it's quieted down. It was always supposed to be kind of a quieted down type of situation. I felt like the more noise that was being made, the more it made it, you know, difficult in her situation. Sometimes you just have to be quiet, let go and let God. And so even though that may be difficult, you know, uh, prayer does work. And 
hopefully, you know, we'll get to a point. I feel confident, you know, a lot of times, you know, just like the game of basketball, life is when you when something is bad is going to happen, you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. And I don't I, I don't have that in the pit of my stomach. I feel like God is still on the throne. He's in control and everything is going to work out. It might take some time, but we just got to stay prayerful and uplift her as much as we possibly can. I hope the league. Um, you know, figures out a way or Russia allows for uh, uh, just the, the average person who would like to write her, write her a letter and keep her uplifted. Because mm. that's yeah. what it's really about right now, is just keeping yeah. her spirit, her, her spirit and her mental, uh, you know, on high. Yeah, yeah. That that piece around like keeping, like staying connected, like that's, that's what's going to keep her going. You know, it's like knowing yes. that our family, friends, fans, you know, folks that are are, are, are pulling for her and, and, are, and, are, and are really behind her um, in, in, in that way. Um, another piece of me is, it, 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 I, you know, gets frustrated because this wouldn't happen to a LeBron. This wouldn't happen to a Tom Brady. You know, this wouldn't happen to, you know, a, 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 a man in the same um with, with the same level of like kind of skill and popularity that she has in the WNBA, um, and, and it, it's it's frustrating because I, I don't know this for one hundred percent, but in my heart of hearts, if this was LeBron James, this would be a top story on the news. Movement would happen, um, but because you know America a lot of the time doesn't you know discards black women. Um, especially, you know, black queer women. Um, and so like, she's not really on their radar like that, which is really unfortunate, which is really, really unfortunate. Yeah, um, unfortunately, that is the way that it is. And, uh, you know, uh, Russia has some strong, some strong laws and bylaws in, in regards to, you know, gay and lesbian community. So that, you know, that, that right there, you know, makes it a little more difficult. Um, uh, and that's the same. The same thing here in the United States. You know, people say that they're cool with it, but you know, behind the scenes, they're really still not. And so, yeah. you know, um, I hope that that's not the delay. But at the same time, like I said, you know, God is on the throne. God is still on the throne, and you know, um, we can make all kinds of comparisons to people, uh, but you know, this is this is her journey. True. 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 Um. So you have a podcast. Tell us about that podcast. The name. Um. When did you start it? What do you talk about? Who some of those uh guests? I saw some of them. I saw some of the guests that you had on there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you're listening to a WNBA state of mind. You know that's my <laughs> that's my groove right there. Yeah. And uh, you know I came up with that concept because uh you know being from the being from the tri-state area it's always you know new york state of mind around here and uh mm -hmm. you know so that that was catchy and then you know i just added the wnba state of mind on it. and then to make a bigger to make it you know to make it bigger you know it, it's really about you know what it is that we like to to talk about what we like to like to do what we think about and how we uh we are as women and mm -hmm. so you know for for the WNBA, you know, we we don't leave we don't leave college or high school and come straight into the WNBA or go straight into the ABL. It wasn't like that. You know, we be you know, 
we got our degrees, you know? People are doctors, lawyers, nurses, you know, serious professions here, engineers, because we got our education, you know? So a WNBA state of mind is tied around that. We're not just all about basketball. We have so, we, we're, we're so multifaceted. If you look at a WNBA player and break her down, and you, you'll see so many different skills that she hones because we didn't hop, skip, and jump like the men do. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, too. Like, it seems like the, I mean, it makes sense in general. Women are just smarter than men. It is what it is. But <laughs> um, a lot of times in the NBA, you, like, the goal is the league. And so it's like, oh, I don't need college. I don't need education. I don't need this because I'm going to the league. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's great to hear that, like, such, like, so many, if not all of y'all have, like, finished that, got that degree. And then, you know, if something does. Masters. Because something comes up sometimes that, that are career-ending injuries. And it's just like, okay, now what? Right? And, and so yeah, I think I a lot of folks, a lot of, uh, especially younger NBA players, do not think about that because they're young and they think they're invincible. Yeah, absolutely. They, they... It, and it, it's, education is key. Like we started off with, and I always start off with that with all of the kids. I got some of my kids that are on here right now. Buddy is on here, Ion. And, uh, you know, I talk about education and, you know, uh, he might even be able to come on here and tell you a little something about that. Um, you know, if you don't, if you don't get the grades and you don't do what you're supposed to do, promise you this basketball thing will stop abruptly for mm. you. Okay. Because the majority of people are not good enough to jump from from high school into the league. The majority of us aren't good enough to go from high school to the G League mm. or to the WNBA or to overseas. Epiphany Prince may be the only female that has done it. Mm. So um, you have to get your education. Like you said, you have to have a fallback. God forbid something happens, takes that away from you, can't take away what you have up here in your mind your education always have a fallback and if you go two years of college that qualifies you to teach teaching hmm. is always a fallback yep. it's always a fallback yeah. so um you know i don't just talk about basketball when i'm coaching and when i'm teaching you know i use education as a talk point okay so you got to you got to get it in got to get yeah. it in yeah, talk about some of the um, the guests. I know you had some some. Oh I, I goodness! Said, I, um, I was Van Van was on there. I was I was looking through. I was like, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, Van. I love Van. You know, yeah. Van is he is a great basketball mind. Okay, mm. and he scouts and he evaluates the players at that top one hundred and all across the globe. You mm. know, looking at players pound for pound. And um, and breaking them down and stripping them down all the way to the bone, like to mm. your character, your soft skills. And that's what's important. You know, you have to not only do you need to be able to run, jump, you know, dunk, shoot threes, but you have to be great in the locker room. You have yeah. to be a good teammate. You have yeah. to be teachable. You have to be coachable. You have to be respectable. You have to be accountable when nobody is looking. Yeah. Yeah. So those things are important too And so he breaks a player down In such a way I love him He is invaluable mm -hmm. Invaluable um, 
former former NBA players that have come on there. You know, of course, I have Kenny, Kenny, Kenny on there. Kenny, uh, you know, uh, Anson, and and just so many players from the WNBA. Um, just come back and talk about where they are, what they're yeah. doing right now. You know, what's up? Give us, give us some, give us some blueprints. Leave some breadcrumbs for these kids out here so that they can know what to do because they don't get the right information. Most of these kids out here nowadays are looking for the people who have all of the prolific uh, uh, equipment. You know, oh, he's got ropes over there, or he, they're 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 throwing tires, or they're jumping over, doing all kinds of stuff, bungee cords, parachutes, and half the stuff they're doing, the person who's teaching them hasn't even played basketball beyond high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be able to teach these kids about where they're going, and that's what I say to the elementary coach, I say to the high school coach, I say to the college coach. You got to teach these kids about where they're going. So if you're an elementary school coach, then you need to teach them about what it is that they're going to need, the skill set that they need to go to high school. High school teaches the skill set that you need to go to go to college and so on, right? But it's all been stuck on the AAU player who don't have time to, to make sure that your kid is fundamentally sound. They That person needs to be put together already. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of teaching that's going to be going on. So every coach that's out there, you're responsible for the next level of that kid. And I think that's that, that's something that y'all did really, really well at the Top 100 camp. Like, it was some, like, just real conversations happening. Some, like, just, it, it, and, and it was necessary, I think, for a lot of them. Because I think that a lot of them, obviously, are the top players and probably in their schools, in their cities, maybe even in their states. And so you know, they're kind of being catered to because they're that good. But once you get into this next level, and I think someone else had talk, even talked about when you go to a D1 school, I think it, I think it was DA actually. When you go to a D1 school, there's no guarantee that you're going to play at all. <laughs> like, at all. And I think a lot of them have this, this perception that, oh no, I'm going to be, you know, a starter. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. This is like, ooh, you got to, it's, it's, it's going to be a rude awakening for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's important to teach them all of the skills that they need. You know, yeah. you, you, you're you not going to always be the leading scorer. You're not always going to be that top dog. When you get to the NBA or you get to the WNBA, everybody's top dog. Yeah. Everybody was top dog somewhere. Yeah. Everybody has the potential to be great. But what is it that you're going to do to separate yourself and set mm. yourself apart from everybody else? Are you yeah. going to be the first person inside the gym and the last person to leave? Are you going to be an extension of the coach? Are you going to watch video? Are you going to scout that player that you're guarding? Are you going to be the pat on the back to the to the player that's your competition on your team? You going to be a good teammate? Yeah. Are you going to be coachable? All these things. Those are the things that keep you there. Your talent will get you in the door. Your soft skills will keep you there. Mm. Keep people calling you back after your career is over to help the next generation. And that's one of the things that I pride myself in is the fact that the NBPA would see me worthy to be around LeBron James. Mm -hmm. To be around Gigi. Mm -hmm. To be around Posey 
Jerome Posey's kid. To be around Bougie's two twins. To teach Ray Allen's kid to go off in another room and shoot Ray Allen's kid to help to help him get in rhythm. That's blessed. And that was because the character that I had and the relationships that I built with the people in the MBPA are priceless. And that's and that's in every field. I mean, I can even talk about that networking. If there are any social workers that are in there, or therapists, and like getting this, like I, I, I didn't make it to twenty five, whatever thousand followers alone. <laughs> like I had yes. to connect with so many other people. I had to take up so many like spaces and other environments. I had to like introduce myself to people and say hey yes. would you like to do this thing would you like like I, I love that you do this can can you teach me can we teach each other right like like these networking opportunities aren't just in sports they're in almost every uh, uh, uh field and so yeah. it's always like frustrating for me when people um uh have these stereotypes of of, of like athletes and what athletes are being taught i'm like did you actually look like play sports for like did you, but and it, and it depends on a good coach too and, and that's that's very and what know, level and what level you you you're on and what level you're talking to at that moment because every right. level definitely be different you know but, but even if it's a good coach i think they can still have these values you know you know instill these values yeah. of, of discipline of hard work of you know really like doing the actual work of, of practice right practice and yeah. studying and go to so like all of those things if you're in the like worst league in, in a high school or the best like that's that's transferable yeah absolutely yeah they definitely transferable skills and i can tell you i've been all across the world i've won so many different awards but nothing meant more to me than when purvis short came up to me and said goody i love how you are comfortable in any room. You know, and that says a lot, you know, but that was because of all of the programs that I've been in, all of the hands that I've had to shake and all of the people that I've been around, mentors, former players, you know, just get the opportunity to sit down at the table with a Bill Russell for and have breakfast and him Mm. talk to me and laugh and talk. You know, to sit down with all of these purvis short, you know, Rainbow Man, <laughs> sit down and talk with him and, and him to, you know, bring me into these programs and, you know, uh, mentor me and, 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 and teach me how to be a better person, better woman. You know, um, it's just absolutely fantastic. And, and those things are priceless. Can't put a, put a price tag. And I see a whole lot of people that are rolling. Make sure you come on in and, and follow a goody 15 on here. <laughs> well, let's get into it. What are you doing now? What are some new projects you have going on? You talked about the podcast. I'm wearing this thing right here. I know you gave it to yes, me. Yes, millions, uh. millions.co. <laughs> millions.co in the easy. And that's what I'm doing right now. It's a platinum form that's designed for athletes, by athletes, uh, who, who who saw it fit, who empathized enough with uh, former athletes to invest in a platform that would allow us to come up there to brand ourselves at no cost. Mm. At no cost. At no cost and paying bonuses. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, I got a couple of kids from the top 100 to sign up. 
and, and come on. You know, I got some professional athletes from overseas. Any WNBA players out there watching, any NBA players out here watching, if you're looking to brand yourself and looking for a platform to create merchandise for yourself from, from hats to tees to hoodies, you know, Millions is the place to be. And uh, so, you know, you can hit me up, you know, DM me and, uh, you know, I'll definitely send you a link so that you can create your account and we will definitely give you a call and get you started. Uh, anybody that's out there that wishes to brand themselves, come on over to millions.co. And at the same time, uh, you know, I coach. Yes, baby. There it is. But bang, but bang. You know, other than the WNBA State of Mind, make sure you go to my podcast. Check it out. It's on every platform of WNBA State of Mind. Follow me, download it, listen to it. Uh, over the summer, I took a, you know, I take my break over the summer because I get real busy. A lot of times people are like, oh, what's up with your podcast? I'm busy in the summertime. I'm with guys like this here that I'm across from oh, sitting across the <laughs> video. See one, of, one of the kids, Isaiah, too, just, just hopped in here, too. Who, Isaiah hopped on. What's <laughs> yeah. up, Zay? Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. I tell you, I love these kids. I love them. Make sure, Zay, make sure you go, you know, you DM me so I can send you uh, the link so I can get you on millions and get up there and brand yourself. I think that is a great platform because um, it allows you to brand yourself before you get to be retired like me, you know? And now you create this whole whole platform for yourself and people that are following you in high school, they have a place that they can go to get your merchandise and, and follow you and, uh, you know, chat with you if they want to because they do videograms over there as well. Uh, we yeah. do watch parties over there as well. Uh, we're looking for some young athletes right now to come on and sign on that are college bound also pro players to do watch parties for the NCAA next season so um, you know I could do games but it would be great to have you know a Gigi Jackson or a Bronny watch party you know with millions you know yeah. and having you know that would be awesome so there's a lot of things that these, that are out here for these young these young kids you know, a lot of times uh, there's so many things out here and there's so many platforms out here that are similar to millions that they think that it's garbage or they think it's trash or they think that it's not going to, it's not a viable platform, but millions is the bomb. Okay. They really are. And they appeared in my life out of nowhere. And the only thing I could say is look at God. And so say, so is how, how that, what's the website <laughs> for millions? It's called it's millions.co. All right. And you could you could Google it. It's millionsdot.co. And they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter, they're on uh they're on LinkedIn, they're on they're on Insta. As a matter of fact. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, yep. hey, I know this this game about to start, but uh <laughs> but I want oh, to Oh yeah, oh yeah. I so promise so much. you. I promise you. I'm so tight over here. I'm so tight yeah. over here. I can't even. I can't even talk junk. I can't talk. And you know me. You know I'm. Always, <laughs> I'm gonna talk ish. I can't. I can't even talk ish. We took a. We took a L the other day. I'm over here like this. To the Seattle fans. Come on. I always gave Seattle buckets. Give Seattle buckets. All I did was give Seattle buckets. Go. Go look. Buckets. We believe you. Rebounds. Get out of here, man. Come on now. <laughs> 
I can't even say now. I'm over here like this. <laughs> I mean, you know, dude, man. Listen, Asia got to go off. Asia got to go and get down low and bang. Period. 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 Give them something down low. Stop shooting these jumpers. The jumpers are going to open up. Okay? But we got to go to the rack first. We can't establish ourselves. We establish ourselves on the outside too much. We need to establish ourselves going to the rack. Period. And I know they want to. <laughs> Real man, I like I like so I I'm be sitting here, I'm here screaming. You know, I want to ready to put my shoes on. You go out there and blow my Achilles because I because we need a buck. I'm gonna let I'm gonna Stop let you get to that game because you sound very emotionally invested. Um, <laughs> emotional when it comes to my girls, man. I, I get it because I be watching my Warriors and I used to watch my Raiders and I mean I'm still upset because they are in Vegas now. But that's a whole other story. Um, but I, I understand the emotion. Um, also, so real quick, I don't know if Isaiah is still in here, but he posted something on his uh, Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but he donated like a bunch of. I forgot if it was, if it was backpacks or book bags um, or school supplies. He donated a bunch of something to like, you know, folks that needed it in the community. And so it just, you know, like shout out to, to, to you as a facilitator for that. Um, that but like, it, it's, it's reminding me about how important community is. And I think that in a lot of different ways, almost all of our topics, right? So like even some folks helping you and you paying it for it to, you know, to the younger generations, you being overseas and like needing to have either connections to communities in the States where you build your own community where you are, right? And so there's just the importance of how we treat each other, how we show up for each other, how we really, you know, embrace each other in, in a lot of certain ways and most of us are willing to, to help right especially if, if we know you if, if we really mess with you in that way like we're usually willing and ready to help and so just like that's something that i talk about a lot on my platform is, is we really need to stop thinking that we can just we have to do it alone we, we you know it makes us stronger to do it alone not ask for help you know offer to help somebody else pay it forward Right, and so I think a lot of what you, a lot of a lot of what has gotten you here, is you doing exactly that, both giving and you know receiving that help. So, yeah, yeah. because when you give, your hand is out to receive. So you, it, it, it's just it's just the way that it goes. It's yeah. just the way that it goes. And so yeah. you know somebody did it for me, so you always have to pay it forward. You know, like yeah. I said, God sits on the throne and he he looks low, and so you know when he's looking down, I always want to make sure that he sees me doing good most of the time. So, bottom line is, you know, you're listening to a WNBA state of mind in collaboration with my guy, <laughs> Marvin Tolliver. Hey, I promise hey. we're going to be back. We're going to be back. We might have to end up making this a weekly thing. We got to figure out something. <laughs> Mental health is important. I promise you. And this guy right here, he is the he is the bomb. The breakout sessions that we had in the top 100 was absolutely fantastic because those kids needed to talk. They needed to talk about losing people during COVID. They needed to, to talk about being being sick and shut in. They needed to talk about all kinds of stuff. They needed to talk about suicide. We talked about so much stuff, okay? Yeah. There's always a person out there for you. 
There's yeah. always out somebody out there to help you in your situation. Don't ever get so low that you don't believe that you have anybody that you can talk to. There's always somebody that's just a fingertip away. And I mean a fingertip away as much as y'all be banging on those phones with your young behinds, <laughs> okay? Seek help. The strong yeah. people are the people who ask for help. Weakness, yeah. you know, lack of communication is a sign of weakness. Mm. You know? So Ooh. always ask for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, uh, tell the people where they can follow you um, and then yeah, where, they, where they can follow you. A Goody 15 everywhere. A, a Goody 15. A Goody. Goody with a Y at the end of it. Please don't put no IE on the end of that. A-G-O-O-D-Y-15. All right? And then if it's on Twitter, it's underscore W-N-B-A. Uh, a Goody is also on on uh, TikTok. I don't TikTok as much, but I'm starting okay, to catch up with it. And on Insta, I really need some followers, so everybody come over here and follow me. Um, it'll be an enjoyable so ride. I'm very inspirational. And so, so I appreciate you for having me on. Of course. Thank you so much for Always joining. You, you, you've gotten, given me a lot to think about, a lot of new information I didn't know. Go follow Goody at on Instagram at agoody15. Check out the podcast, A WNBA State of Mind. Um, we definitely got to do this again at some point. Oh, please. We don't okay. listen. You know, I move, I, I move stuff aside. You know, oh, I, I do that. Anything for the kids, anything for mental health. Anything to uplift our people and edify the kingdom, you got me, babe. I appreciate it. And don't think I forgot, we going to Brazil. Me and Jesse talk about it every, every Oh, month. yes. We, we going to Brazil. Brazil. We are going okay. to Brazil, I promise you. Okay. Okay. E okay. I don't know that, but I want to learn it. Now, you don't okay. know about it, but you <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks again. I love you back. Enjoy the rest of that game. Enjoy the game as, as I know it's on. And Listen, thank you again for being on here. Come on. Come <laughs> on. All right. Take Have a good night. Break. All right. Godspeed. Bye.